The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your name. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else that may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Friday morning. Wow, the week has just gone by. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like I'm in like one big long day for some reason. Anyway, if you guys would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you'd like to watch the video portion of the radio show. It's right and see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down on the right side of the page. You can blow that up. And uh, we are streaming live there. Also, click on the platform icon. Join us in the chat. We've got a lot of friends in there this morning. Great to see all of you guys. Some of you Michigan people up there, my understanding is you you had a good comic relief at my expense last night. <laughs> I don't know what that was all about. Um <clears throat> Bradley said he was doing impressions of Tim Brown. I, what is that about? I bet. Anyway, 
<laughs> anyway, I'm glad that you guys got to to see Bradley out there. He's going to be there for like a week. Uh, in fact, before we head on in this endeavor here, let me just bring this up. This is what's going on today, September the 17th. Uh, free event, Constitution Day 17th. This is Constitution Day, by the way. And um, so Bradley's going to be the keynote speaker there. This is from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, it is somewhere. <laughs> I had it pulled up on the thing. I'll just show you. Uh, it's featuring Ted and Shemaine Nugent. Bradley's going to be keynote speaker. The MC is Ken Crow. There's a list of people in here that, that I just I don't know who they are. Okay, so maybe you guys in Michigan, maybe you know who they are. Uh, Jack Coleman, he's for state representative. I, I don't know. I don't know who they are. Anyway, okay, that's going on today. And I'll get to exactly where that is right now. It is going on in downtown Centerville, wherever that is or whatever that is. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. He sounds like Slim Pickens or something with a with a piece of hay sticking out his teeth when he does that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he's going to be down there, downtown Centerville. I don't know if that's a place or a I mean, like a building. I, I'm assuming that's some kind of a building or something like that. He's going to be there today, <clears throat> 11 a.m. to 7 a.m. Go by and encourage him. Take him some chlorine dioxide, somebody. <laughs> just teasing. I'm just teasing. I know he is feeling just worn down and everything. And uh, anyway, go encourage him. He needs that. And uh, yeah, check him out today. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, back to where we were. Right above where we're streaming live is Bradley's show from yesterday. That will still be up until uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. 2.30, 2 p.m. Central, yeah. And then he'll go live here in the area above where we're streaming live. Right above that on sonslibertymedia.com, right side of the page, subscribe to the email list. Some of you guys will go there. There'll be a pop-up that'll say sign up for it. Please help us because <clears throat> the censorship is just incredible. I mean, it really is incredible. Uh, everywhere, every platform, anything that we try, the only one that we see some real growth out of is on Rumble right now. And even that has kind of backed off uh, quite a bit, to be honest. It's qu quite a bit. It's, it's kind of backed off in um, in the past couple of weeks. But, you know, we're still doing fairly well over there. Also at the top of SonsLibertyMedia.com, if you agree with our message and you would like to help support us, there is a donate button. We never ask you for money. We just tell you, look, it costs money to do what we do. Um, we're not out to like make a bundle of cash here or something. We do want to take care of our families, and we do want to make sure that we can continue doing what we're doing, whether that's Internet, radio, or going out to places like Michigan and teaching our Christian constitutional heritage, bearing witness of the Lord Jesus Christ wherever we go, that costs it costs money to do it. It just sadly that's just the way things are. And so if you'd like to help us, there's a donate button. You can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That link is also at the top of the page. And then our store is available. This week we're highlighting Bradley's signature deadlock drum pad. It's normally sixty dollars. Now this for you who don't know what this is, if you've had kids who've had a metronome for their piano, this is that for a drummer. <laughs> okay. Um, and, uh, Bradley uses this. He practices on it. I've been to his house and each night he would sit there and do his little thing, you know, with the, with the drum pad. So if you got somebody who wants to drum, if you got somebody you want to encourage to drum or to get into music, or maybe you're one who wants one for yourself, you can pick it up now. 10% off this week only through tomorrow night, Saturday night at midnight. 
when you use the promo code DEADLOCK. Okay, one word, DEADLOCK, in the promo, or excuse me, in the store, check out in the promo code section. Do that and you can pick that up. All right, that's all the formalities out of the way. And I got several things I want to bring to your attention. If you're, you know, most of you guys are well informed, so it's not like when I tell you something, you're not usually knowing about it. Okay. Several things are going on this week, and we may just get into a whole bunch of this is just going to be a potluck this morning. Okay. But let's start out with a story. This came out yesterday. Now, again, we. How many millions of dollars are spent over this Russian probe? Now, don't get me wrong. I think if if we've got people in our government colluding with foreign entities, we ought to deal with that. And I hope everybody understands that I even mean China Joe Biden. uh, You could probably call him his son, Ukraine crackhead Hunter Biden. And, um, of course, he's got ties with Russia, too. A lot of, seems like Russian strippers or hookers or whatever the case may be that's come out of this issue with his laptop. And here's the demoralization of the people. If you don't get what's going on there, here's the demoralization of the people. Listen very carefully. And the Mockingbird media is part of this. They tell you all of this stuff, all of the crimes they're committing, and they do not take and bring justice on it. That is demoralizing to the people. Why? Because then they get cynical. And look, I'm guilty of it too. I'm not expecting corrupt men to bring justice on other corrupt men. This is why I say you're wasting your time. You know, they've got another thing planned for you guys up there in September. You people who didn't learn the first time. Not that I'm against protests. I'm for protests. I really am. It is a right you have before God. But the Bible says that we're to be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And if you go up there to D.C. with this and think, we're just going to do this and that, then don't cry when they have set you up and you walk into the trap. Don't do that. Take your energy and use it locally and in the states to bring about the resolve you want. Let me say it again. You're wasting your time with D.C., Deal with it in the the local county that you're in and deal with it in the state. Look to nullify. Get the people who want to go with you to D.C. to have a big rally that in the end is not going to do anything except it's going to let you be a target for lawless men and they're going to be lawless against you. I'm not going to justify what they do. But you've got to be aware of what they are doing, how they are setting you up. You've got to be aware of that. Sure, you may not get on television. It may not be televised as half a million or a million people there or whatever the case may be, but you can have a powerful impact in your county and in your state by dealing with it there. That's your sovereign country, and the people have got to get that in their mind. Their states are their sovereign countries. The federal government is our creature, not our creator. And the way you're going to deal with it is to deal with it in your own state. Okay? You need some help with that? Tactical civics. That is part of what they're doing is teaching people real civics, how to deal with it at a state level and at a local level. So, again, I, I encourage that. I'm a part of that. I'm a slow roller there. Some of you have moved way past me. 
Um, I'm ahead in some of the books just because of the years when David would turn those out. I was reading them. Um, but a lot of stuff, I mean, my time, this is where I'm having to try to learn to carve out time for that, uh, is a part of that. But I'm a part of that. Yes, I pay into it. Um, I know some people had some questions about that. But let me tell you, let me ask you something. How much is it worth to you for the, your, the, the future of your own personal liberty and the liberty of your kids and your grandkids? But what would you pay for that? Those who came before us pledged their lives and their sacred honor, right? And their fortunes to secure the blessings of liberty away from tyranny. What are modern-day Americans willing to pay in order to do the same thing for our posterity? Uh, With that said, yesterday news came out concerning this Russian... The fact that we're still hearing about this, you know, the main players in any kind of Russian collusion were all in the Obama administration. From Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, to Robert Mueller, to Hillary Clinton. Their dealings with Russia concerning uh, uranium. Uh, This is where a lot of this stuff went concerning Oregon. Remember the Oregon standoff? Not wasn't it standoff. The, the, the protest that the guys had. They found documents related to the Clintons, the sale of uranium. I think this is tied also over to Bundy Ranch and the issue that there's resources, minerals, and stuff worth trillions of dollars. And then we have Robert Mueller delivering on another tarmac, an air, you know, a tarmac. Sample of the uranium to the Russians. Yet the same Robert Mueller that covered up 9-11, got rid of all the evidence of the biggest crime that has occurred in our history. Same Robert Mueller. And I remember the Q people over there going, oh, Robert Mueller's a white hat. Well, you're a dumb donkey if you think that, Okay. You really are. You really are. He's right in the middle of it, too. In fact, my friend out in Tennessee, we talked the other day, a Navy veteran, had him on the show before. And we talked about how Robert Mueller and his FBI set up a a man out of Georgia for a gun crime that he never committed. And they're doing the same thing. They're using it as the same basis for one of these guys that got it January 6th out of Texas. They went to his home in Texas and arrested him. And he's sitting in a jail somewhere. And they said, we're going to use the same thing we used on this guy in Tennessee, who was from Georgia. He went up to Tennessee to support this Navy veteran at his court appearance in Tennessee. That Robert Mueller. Same one who is spending all your money, getting security and all this other stuff to do his WWE act on the Russian collusion. What we find out is the Washington Times has said a federal grand jury returned a single felony count of making a false statement to the FBI against Michael Sussman, a Washington attorney. Special Prosecutor John Durham alleges that Mr. Sussman lied to FBI General Counsel James Baker during a September 16th meeting. The indictment said that Mr. Sussman falsely claimed he was not representing a client when he peddled allegations to the FBI and the Trump organization was secretly that the Trump organization <clears throat> excuse me was secretly uh, 
communicating with Russia's Alpha Bank. Prosecutors said Mr. Sussman, in fact, represented Mrs. Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign. Isn't this interesting? It's always these little fish people that are running around doing some of the dirty work for these criminals. They're the ones who get busted, not the Clintons. Not the Trumps, not any of these, you know, Obamas, Bidens, any of these people. It's always the little guys getting busted. They're the ones turned over. So you can't, if you're, the old saying that crime doesn't pay, except maybe if you're at the top. At least in these days, that's the case. He represented Miss Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign and an unnamed tech executive when he spoke with the FBI. Mr. Sussman's attorney said their client never made such a statement. Of course he did. Of course he didn't make that statement. He also said there was no evidence the alleged false statement affected the FBI's handling of the Russia collusion program. They didn't handle it. They propagated it. They lied about it. It was paid for by the Clintons. I mean, gosh, the documentation is pretty much overwhelming that that's what happened. Okay, and you guys know I was critical of Trump. I just I don't buy that this is what was going on. Do do I think probably Trump was making something off of it? Yeah, we we know about some some dealings he had property wise in Russia. I'm sure there's probably some stuff. If I wanted to go and had time to dig into it, we could probably find it. Yeah, he probably made out something out of that. But I don't think that was what was going on. At least my understanding of it. Was had anything to do with somehow selling the country out or any of that other? He did that in a number of ways, but not this, okay? Mr. Sussman, a partner at the Perkins Coy Law Firm, represented the DNC when Russia hacked its servers in 2016. At least that's what they say, Russia hacked its servers in 2016. A lot of people believe it was Seth Rich. So I tend to think that there's probably some manipulation of what the story's going on even by the Washington Times here. Perkins Coy also has ties to Fusion GPS. Because remember, who's telling you this? The same media that told you all the other stuff that's been lies. (laughs) That doesn't tell you about the death rate of getting the COVID shots. Same same media. Now they're telling you, you know, it was China's Wuhan lab, blah, 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 blah. And we know they've been money that's been funneled there. And Anthony Fauci remained in office all during the Trump. Trump was the one... Touting him out, running him out there. And I love how the Q people try to justify their delusion. Well, we got to wait a little more. It had to be like this. He had to go like this. They have to commit the crime. Well, Q people, let me ask you something. How many crimes are you going to let them commit before you wake up and go, they are just leading us down a trail? They are leading the people down a trail with no pot of gold at the end. They're getting them to hold on and not respond the way they should because they're hoping that Trump and the military have this thing in the bag. That's what we've been told for, I don't know how long, by the nonsense people. They keep on, though. They keep on in their delusion, believing the lie. And I think for some of them, God's just turned them over to it. It says, you want to believe the lie, believe the lie. Suffer the consequences. Per- this uh, this Perkins Coey 
Also has ties to Fusion GPS, which hired British ex-spy Christopher Steele, who compiled a dossier of salacious, unverified allegations against former President Donald Trump and Russia. And during the meeting with Mr. Baker, Mr. Sussman relayed data and analysis from a cybersecurity researcher who claimed that odd Internet data was evidence of secret communications between the Trump Organization and Alpha, according to the indictment. Mr. Baker told investigators he recalled Mr. Sussman telling him that the meeting was not on the behalf of a client. Mr. Sussman later testified to Congress in December 2017 that he met with the FBI on behalf of the cybersecurity experts. All these people are just, they're just mixed in all with this stuff. It's absolutely ridiculous. And who's paying for all this? We are. We're paying for all this. We're Look, we're doing the equivalent of paying for our ticket to the WWE match. That, that's what we're doing. And it's an expensive ticket. I don't know what tickets go for these days. Um, you know, when I was a teenager, you go see a concert, it was like fifteen, twelve or fifteen dollars, something like that. The old, old, old Coliseum in Charlotte, which is I think they do the hockey guys there, the checkers. That was you went in there for twelve to fifteen dollars, you paid three dollars or something for parking, and you paid more for a t shirt than you did the parking and the, the ticket. You pay like $20 for a t-shirt. I don't even know what they're going for now. They're probably like $50 for a t-shirt and $80 or $100 for a ticket. I don't even know. You're paying way more for that for this WWE match that goes on in D.C. And there's never any justice. Look, even if this guy Sussman, even if he's convicted, he's got people in the White House, illegitimately there, I believe, who will pardon him, just like Donald Trump did for his guys. He pardoned his guys. Didn't pardon people like uh, Schaefer Cox or the gentleman, I forget his name right now, but he was uh, he was in up north, I want to say he was in Pennsylvania, ran a, a campaign for veterans for Trump, who was arrested, wasn't even at Bundy Ranch, but arrested because of Bundy Ranch, and they put him in jail. Didn't, didn't didn't pardon that guy. Pardon his boys, though. You see what's going on there? <sighs> they look after each other. They don't look after you. Now, let me make one correction here. And I meant to do this before I got to the, the attorney issue there that was, uh, that was indicted. The other week, last week, we put out a story. It came from Matt Agarist over a guy who claimed he was a special ops demo expert and confessed to planting explosives in the World Trade Centers before 9-11. And you remember, I did the show the afternoon for Bradley, and I kind of brought that up, and I tied it in with the British, uh, the family of a British man who was killed in one of the World Trade Centers. And I said, the thing that strikes me in this is, it's, it's kind of hard to believe somebody would do this, but he's saying, hey, you know, I've got a terminal illness, I want to come clean, blah, blah, blah. The site that he wrote for is not necessarily a satirical site. Usually they write that stuff in that they are that. If I've ever carried satire, and I have carried satire, I'll usually make it plain in the title, this is satire, or I'll do it in the first sentence as an introduction. Well, lo and behold, this guy Garcia, who wrote the thing that he wrote, and I asked the question, I said, why is the FBI not all over this guy? Because he doesn't say it's satire. He's saying, I'm involved in the murder of 3,000 Americans and other people uh, from other nations around the world. 
lo and behold, it was. It was just that. And so to correct that, we carried um, Don Villa's Jr.'s piece at the Free Thought Project where they pulled the article down. Now, I left the article up so you can go and you can see it, and because people were hitting on the article, so I gave them a link at the top of the page. We made the correction to send them over here so they'll see what's going on. But I wanted to make sure that people understand when we do find when we do have an error, we do want to correct it. Okay, We're not above making errors and making mistakes and things. So we want to correct that. So this is on sonsoflibertymedia.com, published yesterday. News outlet publishes lie to discredit those who question the official 9-11 story. It almost worked. You can read that at sonsoflibertymedia.com. I'll have it in the link section later uh, this morning. Now, Kate has told me that tomorrow morning we're going to be covering some pretty explosive things. So I'm going to wait and see what we've got going on. We were supposed to have Lee Garrett on this week, and I just got a message from him. Very concerned about, um, you know, about him and uh, because of the things that he's doing and exposing over there in the, in England. And uh, so he just finally got with me several days later. I was very, very concerned about his, his well-being, and uh, apparently he got caught up in some things and totally forgot, which is understandable. I, he's doing a lot of stuff there, and, um, you know, I'm not going to hold him against it. I, have so many things I have to have something beep at me or blare at me to tell me <laughs> when I'm supposed to do something. But uh, Kate says that we're we're going to be covering a lot of things from over there in England tomorrow, so that should be a good show. That'll be at 8 a.m. Same bat time, same bat channel here on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can catch us on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page, DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, also Twitch at Setting Brushfires. That'll all be on tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. With that in mind, she sent me this, and I decided to put it out. <clears throat> this is... In England, guess what they have found out? Remember, in Europe had the larger numbers when we would do their their the equivalent to VARES here, the CDC VARES. They had the smaller numbers, uh, England did. But now Europe had much larger numbers, obviously, because it's encompassing Europe, not just England. Here's what we found out. According to the official Office for National Statistics, 30,305 people died within 21 days of having a COVID-19, quote-unquote, vaccine. Nearly 124,000 died 21 days or more after getting the shot, and this is in the first six months of this year, 2021. And there's a breakdown in this article, uh, which I cite the expose. I don't know if it's expose, expose. They don't have a little, you know, one of those little things on the top of their E's there. So anyway, the expose, I'm going to call it that, out of the UK. And they show you the source material. They show you the graphs of what's going on. And the people who are being hospitalized, the people who are dying are the ones who've taken the shot. Isn't this what we warned people about all last year and all this year? Isn't this what was warned? And people don't, not that everybody in the world listens to Sons of Liberty, but there were other outlets telling you this too, just not Mockingbird corporate-owned media. Why? Because they're getting paid off by the guys who are selling these shots. And yes, folks, 
Fox News is in on it too. Wouldn't surprise me if Newsmax and a couple of the other ones out there are getting paid by them too. The new the new guys on the block. They're coming in because the cover's been blown for Fox, so they're you know moving it around on you. Just be careful. Okay? Just be careful of what you're who you're listening to and what's going on. Do they have the evidence? Do they show you the proof? Just letting you know that's going on too. Another story out this week is over the issue, what's going on down in Texas? Now, we had some images that came out, and this is, uh, this is one of those. This was put out on the, the 16th, yesterday. It said, our drone is back over the International Bridge in Del Rio, Texas. Per source, the number of migrants waiting to be processed has now swelled to approximately 8,200 people. Look at that. Now, I know you guys listening by way of Red State Talk Radio can't see this, but it's it's like makeshift camps, pup tents, sleeping bags, blankets all over the place. Thousands of people here under this bridge. <laughs> and you you see on the bridge... Everybody's just going about their day, going to and from work, doing their thing, whatever. I'm sure they're probably taking some video, taking some photos and going, this is crazy. They're not doing anything about it. But here, uh, this guy who's posted this said, it was 4,000 yesterday in the a.m. And apparently this is in the afternoon. And... um, I was trying to see if it had a time on it, but it doesn't have a. He's got he's got nine oh three a.m. here, so this must be when it was four thousand. Okay, this image here, it more than doubled that. It went over the eighty two hundred. I think it was close to ten thousand later on in the day. And you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of two things. One, it reminds me of what we had under the Obama administration. Do you guys remember? when there was Homeland Security who had put out to have people come in because they were expecting 60,000 migrant children at the southern border. Remember that? They did it months prior to, I think it was January or February. Whoops, lost the uh, clarity there on the camera. Let's see if we can bring that back. I think it was about 60,000 children they they said they were expecting in these, uh, I don't forget the word they used for it, but they put it out to see if they can get the help, and then they're wanting to see what it's going to cost. They're going to negotiate that and all this kind of stuff. Do you guys remember that? And we had a Border Patrol guy who said this was asymmetrical warfare. They were invading the United States. A lot of them were kids. There were women there. Homeland Security guys was changing diapers and giving bottles out. What does our Constitution say? Let, 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 me, let me just go right back here, because this is what some people don't get when I bring this up. Congress's job, part of their job, is this. To provide for calling forth the militia 
to execute the laws of the union. I say it again. The only law enforcers mentioned in this document, the Constitution, is the militia, which are the people. It's not some kind of people who've signed up in a National Guard. They're not a federalized militia. They're not a standing army. They're you and me, the men. I want to make that clear, too. They are the men. Able-bodied men. And, according to Article 2, the president. Those are the law enforcers who are mentioned here in the United States Constitution. That's it. What are the militia to do? They execute the laws of the Union, they suppress insurrections, and they repel invasions. Now, most of us think of invasions, we think of, okay, Normandy, the beach at Normandy, you know, the guy's got guns, they're going in there, guns blazing. They, we think of that as an invasion. What do you call this when you're seeking to overtake a country by means of foreigners coming in doing this kind of thing? Let me just give you some perspective on this. This is Del Rio, Texas. Now, I de- I've, I've been to Texas tw- twice. One is a stopover on my way to California when I graduated. The other was when me and my boys drove down there to pick up a Airstream a friend had given to us that was, yeah, it was less than us being able to fix it up. So we worked out something else to, do, to deal with that. In any case, that was a long drive. I never want to drive to Texas again. I just don't. In any case, let me give you some perspective here because these are Haitians who are under that bridge. Okay. This is. A Google Maps image of where this is all taking place. And my best understanding, since I don't know Texas, is I was looking there and the area they highlighted was somewhere down in here. And so I dropped down from the airport to about where that is. So somewhere in this area here, (laughs) I'm just going to say, is where all this is taking place. All right. Now let me go out just a little bit because this is not on the Gulf Coast of Texas, okay? So watch as I go out here. Remember, we're down in this area. And if it'll quit doing that, look how far inland this is in Texas. Okay? This is quite a ways inland from Texas, and I don't have a particular key here to determine how many miles it is from here down to the coast, but you can see it's quite a ways from there, okay? So let's back out some more, okay? And let's move this over. Here's Haiti. How many miles do you think it is to go from there? I don't know, wherever I was here and I lost it. Somewhere over here. How do you think those people are getting from there to there? How do you think they're doing that? Remember the, the, the the caravans we saw? During the Trump years, the people coming up through there, through uh, Central America, into Mexico, and then across, they were trying to go across the border. All those people had new clothes on, new shoes, looked like they had freshly showered, yet they've made these hundreds or thousands of mile journey on foot, in the snow, uphill, both ways, fought bears with their loose leaf notebook papers. Actually, it was in the summer, so they didn't do the the snow thing. But you remember that, right? And then we found out 
they were being funded by a lot of anti-American sources. A lot of them dealing with like George Soros and, and company were funding them. Oh, I have no doubt. Probably there are some limousines, Carol Ann. There's probably some limousines involved in here. Some air-conditioned buses. We've already seen um, over our history, there's video where guys are coming to this bridge and other ones, and the DHS buses are waiting on them to load them up on the bus, air-conditioned bus, and take them in there and process them and blah, 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 and dump them out into the American society. Not holding anybody accountable. Look, I'm for if somebody's actually fleeing a dangerous situation and they're seeking asylum, I think we should seriously consider that. But come on. These people are moping around, walking. Then when they get to certain areas, they're causing a ruckus. We've had video of that in Guatemala and some other areas down in Mexico. And they're attacking those who won't let them go across their border. Uh, Yeah. You can make what you want out of it, but here it is. And so we've got some of this going on. Um, There's a video out, the same guy. And let me see if I can bring this up here real quickly. And again, he's got some uh, he's got some video here. Let me back it up momentarily. And I'll let you I'll let you see some of this. You guys listening by way of the radio, he's just capturing some of the migrants who are walking down the road. Right here in the bridge. He's showing you look at look at these thousands of people there. Just it's ridiculous. And now they have a fence up. But you can tell from that image, they're on both sides of the fence. Okay? That's what's going on. And you've got, what? You count about five Border Patrol officers in there amongst these thousands of people who are sitting at this fence? Uh, it's, it's absolutely incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Okay, so that's some of what's going on at our border. Now, what have I told you about Deuteronomy 26? Or, excuse me, 28. One of the last things that you find is God sends foreign armies in whose language you don't understand. They're going to oppress you. Now, do I think a lot of these people here probably have any ill intentions towards us? Probably not. Probably not. There's probably a lot of them. And there's women and children there. So I've heard the argument, well, all these are military-age guys and blah, 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 blah. I've seen some of the other pictures, too, and people go, where are the women and children? And you go... Well, they're right there in the images you're showing. Now, some of them, they're not. Some of them, they are not. They are all middle-aged young men that are in the group. There's there's no doubt that I've seen images like that, too. But there's a lot of women and children in this one, too. The problem is, is these people are coming to America, and we entice them through the welfare system, they're going to show up here, and what's DHS going to do? They're going to process them. They're going to make sure that they've been checked out. They've got a health check. They've got a dental check. They're, they're going to be fed. Maybe they might even you know, separate out some families, get some kids out on the side. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Because we've seen that before, too. And, yeah, there's well, there's Nigerians in there, too. There's no question about that. But they, they say these people are mostly Haitians. That's what boots on the ground are saying down there. And um, so, anyway, whether they are or not, the fact of the matter is there's a real problem there. 
There's a real problem there in that. And we've seen in Deuteronomy 28, God says, I'm going to send a people to you in a language that you don't understand, and it's part of his judgment. It is. And I don't have a problem with people from Haiti. I don't have a problem with... Uh, those people have been exploited like nobody else by people in our that have been in our government, mainly the Clintons. Bill Gates and other people have exploited them. And shame on us for letting it happen to them. I don't have any problem with Mexicans. They've been exploited too. Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, and George W. Bush, both running very similar kind of operations of running guns down in there, into Mexico, arming the cartels, hundreds of Mexicans killed with guns that we watched over. Our ATF, our illegal, unconstitutional ATF, watched be trafficked over there. How they, and nobody's been held accountable for that. Nobody. How they can justify their existence is beyond me. It, well, we, we've got to keep people safe. Well, it doesn't look like you're keeping people safe. Hundreds of Mexicans killed, Americans killed, federal agents killed, and the Operation Fast and Furious, nobody, not one person held accountable for it. Not one. Not one. And when you try to get information, remember Daryl Issa holding up that piece of paper, and it was just, it was the whole thing was a blacked out square because the whole page was redacted? That's what we get from the cover-up by the criminals themselves. Imagine the people who would be alive if the ATF did not exist. Probably those guys in Waco would have probably been alive. Imagine if the FBI didn't exist. Probably the guys at Ruby Ridge. Maybe some of the people in WTC. On 9-11. Maybe. Just so, I'm just, because we would have not become dependent upon D.C. for things, we would have done it ourselves. We would have taken care of our own security. This is part of what the Second Amendment is. It's part of it, not all of it, but it's part of it. Now finally, let me end with this, because I want to end with a positive note. These are some bad things that are going on here. Except for this arrest. But, you know, I kind of see the arrest uh, that I mentioned before with this Clinton, D.C. attorney, DNC attorney. It's just going to be a big hoopla. And then in the end, the guy's either going to get off or he's going to get pardoned. Just it, It's not hard to see these things. We had uh, Pastor Artur Pawlowski. i got to remember to pronounce his name correctly. Pawlowski. He was in court. Do you guys remember when they treated him like a dog, him and his brother? Pulling him over in the rain after church, putting him on their knees in the middle of the highway with people driving by and arresting them. And then they weren't going to bow. They were calling him out for the Nazis and Gestapo that they are, the lawless tyrants, little tin hat tyrants that they are, these cops. I hope people are getting in their mind that Police are not necessarily your friend. Now, again, I'm not broad-brushing that, but I'm saying men are prone to corruption. They just are. If I was in that police force, I would be tempted by that too. Keep your mouth shut. There's a lot of guys. You're going to lose your job. I understand the temptation that's there. And a lot of these guys succumb to it and even become a part of it. They don't just remain quiet about whatever's going on. They become a part of it. 
And we and some people wonder why do the Sons of Liberty have so daily these wicked cops who abuse their authority in a manner they're not supposed to be dealing in. They kill people, they injure people, they shoot their dogs, they come in without a warrant, they go to the wrong house in a raid, they kill somebody, they shoot people over, you know, plants and all this other stuff. It's because the people haven't done their duty under the Constitution before God as the militia. That's why. If you wonder why I push the militia, it's because that's what the law demands. It demands we do our duty. And we and our fathers before us have shirked our duty to uphold the law. And because we haven't done that, we've allowed for the state to fill that vacuum, just like they do everything else. When the church doesn't take care of the poor, who's filling that? The state with their welfare checks. The state with their Social Security checks. The state with their Medicare and their Medicaid and prescription drugs and whatever else it is. Whose job is that? It's the church of the Lord Jesus Christ's job to do it, and the church has been more absorbed with itself than it has with the kingdom of God. Just putting it out there. The people in most who most need to repent are among us who call ourselves believers. We are the ones most in need of repentance. Why? The Bible tells us that judgment begins at the house of God. We've got to go before the judge. We've got to be those who repent it before him and see him do something great through us in the society. So you remember Pastor Pawlowski, he'd been on the show before, he'd been on with Bradley as well in the afternoon. And I love his passion. I love the fact that he knows the history because he came from Poland. And even as they were taking him away, they were lifting him up, you know, hogtied. It almost looked like he was hogtied. He wasn't hogtied, but he was, he was definitely handcuffed behind his back. Wouldn't move, wouldn't get off his knees for them. Made them carry him, shouting that they were Nazis and Gestapo the whole way, just like he did when they came to his church. And good for him. And he has remained resolute. And this is what I want to encourage you with, because we're going to have to be the same way. We're going to have to be the same way. And I want to end by reading the statement that Pastor Pawlowski gave to the court when he appeared to them. You ready for this? Because this is powerful. You're going to get chills, and I hope you're going to get more than chills. Chills are one thing. They come and go. Okay? I hope you'll be encouraged to go and do likewise. Listen to this. He said, I am here before this court as a political prisoner of conscience. The AHS, which is the health ministry out there, which government isn't even supposed to be involved in, and the politicians have found a new way of penalizing anyone that is opposing their unconstitutional medical tyranny. They hate the idea that they have been exposed for what they really are, liars, hypocrites, and cheaters. Does this sound like Matthew 23 from what we read the other day? Yep, it sure does. This is the Spirit of God. I have seen this growing back behind the Iron Curtain under the boots of the Soviets. I have heard from my grandparents about the similar tactics during the time of the Nazis, persecuting churches and the clergy, and that what we are talking here about, Canada has fallen very low. Nelson Mandela said that, and I don't have any affection for Nelson Mandela, 
But Nelson Mandela said that when a man is denied the right to live the life he believes in, he has no choice but to become an outlaw. Well, some people do that, and they really are outlaws. You cannot live a lawless life without being an outlaw, okay? So some people do fall into that. The politicians in the AHS have been embarrassed by the level of hypocrisy and double standards that we have shown to the whole world, and now they're using this court and this judge as their personalized weapon against us, the whistleblowers, that are simply exposing their corruption. We do not have a flu crisis. We have opioid crisis in Canada, alcoholism crisis, record high among the youth suicide crisis, homelessness crisis, hopelessness crisis. As a pastor, I do not just deal with the physical problems, but also emotional, spiritual, and mental as well. People in our community are dealing with loneliness, stress, grief, loss, and isolation, and they desperately need their pastors. We are and always have been the frontline workers in the time of crisis. Amen. The church. Now the church is more essential than the corrupted politicians are. (laughs) The corrupted politicians aren't essential, by the way, but I get his point. How can the politicians say that they care about the health and safety of people if they are imposing rules and are not even bothering to follow them? If they claim these rules are about safety, but they violate their own mandates, then it must not be about their safety. So then what exactly are these mandates about? The politicians who mandated these orders like masks, social distancing, lockdowns, have been caught breaking their own restrictions and should also be found in contempt and held accountable. And because they are not being held accountable or held to the same standards, it shows to me that this is not about justice and the rule of law, but about simple vengeance. If this was really about health, would these politicians not keep their own mandates? If this was real emergency, would they be partying at the Sky Palace? If this so-called pandemic was real, are those politicians not putting the public at large and their own colleagues at risk by breaking their own rules? I am here in this court as a victim of a personal vendetta from a very corrupted and evil and lying, deceiving politicians. If I'm guilty of a crime, then so it is the Premier of Alberta, Jason Kinney, or then so is the Premier of Alberta, Jason Kinney, with a bottle of Jameson Irish whiskey on the patio of the Sky Palace. Breaking their own rules and mandates with Parks Minister and House Leader Jason Nixon, and with the biggest hypocrite of them all, the boss of the AHS that is persecuting us here today, the Health Minister Tyler Shandro, not caring about his own rules, having good time with the Finance Minister Travis Tews. I, I don't know how you pronounce that. T-O-E-W-S. They also have broken the Rooks order. The Associate Chief Justice John Rook order caught them as well. If I am guilty, so are they. If this court has found us guilty and wants to send us, remember he and his brother are there, they want to send us to prison and is refusing at the same time to prosecute those that have subjected us to those mandates and broke them without blinking an eye, then this court is willing to have two sets of laws, one for the corrupted politicians and one for the rest of us. Then this court is also not about justice and the rule of law. I hope that this court is about justice and the rule of law, not like those hypocritical politicians with their personal vendetta. If that is the case, then there is in fact selective and unjust application of the law, and now two sets of laws, one for the corrupted politicians and one for the rest of us citizens. Only, here's the thing, for Pawlowski, what he's facing is not law, it's tyranny. 
But he's making that point. If that is what would happen, then this would be the biggest mockery of the justice system in the modern history of democracy. What is the government doing for the people that are looking for spiritual guidance? For those millions hurting, hopeless all around us, do their lives matter? What safety measures are they taking for those people? What are they doing to stop the deaths from drugs and suicides? Abraham Lincoln, I, I love this because he quotes a lot of people in, in, in our history, in American history, and you heard that he said he loved America. Although I don't care for Abraham Lincoln, he does quote him. Those who deny freedom to others deserve it, not for themselves. That's exactly right. If you sentence me, you'll be sentencing yourselves and those hypocrites in Edmonton and the legislator. Sure, you can lock us up and throw the key away, but our political imprisonment will shout even louder from prison about this hypocrisy and the mockery of justice, and it will. This will be loud and clear that this nation, Canada, is no better than China, North Korea, and Russia. Amen. That's exactly right. The world will see that here in Canada there are two sets of rules, one for the corrupted politicians, another for the citizens. If you send us to prison, you must send those Alberta politicians to prison also. We can even share... A cell, if that is what you wish. However, if you will not do that, then the whole world will know that there is no justice in Canada anymore. John F. Kennedy said those powerful words, the rights of every man are diminished when the rights of one man are threatened. The corrupted bureaucrats want my apology. They want me to say that I am sorry for doing my job, for saving lives, for feeding thousands of most vulnerable in our society, for giving hope to the people. Well, here is my answer. Exactly 500 years ago, another man faced a very similar trial, and I was told to apologize. If he, will rec- or he was told to re- apologize, and if he will recant, he will be off the hook. His name was Martin Luther. Let me echo today his words as my response to those that seek to hurt me, to hurt the poor, our church community, and to hurt my family. I opened the church for the hurting people looking for help. For that... I will not apologize. I cannot and will not recant anything, for to go against conscience is neither right nor safe. Here I stand. I can do no other. So help me, God. Amen. Amen. See, there's coming a time of testing. Are you going to hold to the big talk? Are you going to hold to the God that you claim now, should this happen to you? Are you doing it now? Are you just doing it on the keyboard? Are you doing it out in the public? Huh? What's going on? Archer's faith is being tested. It's being shown to be genuine. God bless Artur Pavlovsky, all those other pastors up there, and the ones in America and around the world who are taking a stand against the tyranny of the day. I hope that we'll do the same. Bradley, be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Catch us tomorrow at 8 a.m. See you.